Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We're glad you're with us, John Morris, Brooke Bednars. And, Brooke, our guest this week is, uh, I, I, I use this term a lot, but it is absolutely factual, one of Baylor's all-time greats, former Baylor quarterback Cody Carlson is with us. Cody, mm, welcome to you. Thank ya. you very much. It's good to be here. A great, yeah. a legend, a Hall of Famer. Oh, my How you goodness. like that? Yeah, you don't. A uh, Hall of Famer. I'm embarrassed <laughs> a little bit, but uh, – no, it's, uh, you know, it's great to, to be here and to be around the campus. You know, we moved to Waco f- about four years ago and to, you know, kind of get back in um, kind of uh, relationships with the university and uh, to be able to watch the different changes that have happened in the last four years um, have been really exciting. Um, you know, I just love the university and, you know, it being more accessible to us now. Where were you before, and what made you guys decide to move? So back? in Austin, Texas, for no, twenty-three no. years, and we that's such a bad this, week. This week, yeah, that's <laughs> great. Good thing you're here now. <laughs> well, yeah, I tell you what, and I and you know I have friends that have asked me for my football tickets, you know, for about sure. three weeks now, and I uh, said no, go go get your own. I have no loyalty to you, so yeah. That's great. It's great to have you and Barbara and your family here in Waco. How do you like being closer, just more accessible to Baylor and Baylor yeah. athletic events? Yeah, it's great. I mean, there is there is so much uh, in the way of, of uh, gosh, just, in, you know, process and improvement in, in Baylor sports and in different sports than when I was here. And, and it's just uh, to be able to have that access and to be in a town to where you can actually get there as well now the construction <laughs> is changing you know right. I mean, waco's right. changing obviously and the construction is you know as anyone has found out if they waited too long to get here mm-hmm. on game day it's it's complicated and you know i think in the end it's going to be great changes but it is you know it's just a, a beautiful setting to be down here on campus to have all the facilities on campus which was a yeah. you know a lot different when i was in school. Sure. And it's so great because he gets to fill in for the tailgate show whenever oh, we need every once yeah, in a while. I mean, when we Seth, somebody. Yeah, boy, I, I, that was fun. And I, but I appreciate, you know, y'all's professionalism as well. It's not, it's not easy to keep talking about all the different elements of, you know, and yeah. y'all pay great attention to it. And I'm just a casual fan yeah. now, so I can. You do great. Yeah. Yeah. J.J. Jeffrey did want me to let you know, though, that you were the second choice behind him, okay? So I've delivered that message He, he was my first choice as well. <laughs> you it know was Jay, funny. So there, you was a lot, know Jay. there was a lot of phone calls I had where they were back and forth like, are you sure you want me to do this? I was like, come on, I need somebody. Let's yeah. get with these quarterbacks. <laughs> we appreciate that, Cody, very much. Yeah. Played here uh, 1983 to 1986. Really good stretch 
of game, I mean, of, of years there that you were a part of. Um, when you think back on it, does it seem like it's been that long since you were here playing? Yeah, I mean, it seems like a different life yeah. in some ways. <laughs> right. And then at the same time, I still remember every one of my teammates. Mm. And and that was the uh, the beauty of it. And that's the beauty of sport, I think, as well. And in a day and age to where we elevate it, maybe to something that it's not, we we can see the real positive still about, you know, the camaraderie, the teammates, the diversity, understanding the experiences that we didn't grow up, you know, experiencing. And um, and those guys, I mean, we had great leadership, as they do today in all of our sports. I mean, it's, you know, fantastic to to look at and to know a little bit about the coaches and the leadership and what they're trying to do with the with those teams and the players. And we had that as well. So that, I mean, just fun, fun memories. To talk about those memories and talk about how special those relationships were. Um, fortunately, Baylor has the B association, which you know very well about. Um, we'll get into that, but just tell us a little bit about your, your role with the B association and how that has helped foster and keep those relationships alive um, for all of you and your teammates, even after graduation. Yeah. So, yeah, this year I have the honor of being the president of the B Association, which only means, I mean, it's that you can delegate to the really smart people <laughs> to, to do the work. And we have great committees. We have great representation uh, across all sports. And so that's really exciting. And, and all ages as well. I mean, there's some of us, you know, old heads. And then there's some people with, with bright new ideas that are engaged with social media and that say, you know, in order to connect with student-athlete alumni early on, you have to be able to, to utilize those, um, you know, technology as well. And so that's been really infusing new ideas into the processes. But, but in, the, in the end, we are about engagement. We're, we're about engaging with our student-athlete alumni to be able to serve them, whether it be through events and reconnecting to programs, to engage with our current student-athletes for mentorship and, and, um, and kind of giving them a perspective of, of what's next. And so, you know, those really, I mean, if it's all, all around engagement, it's, it's a changing landscape. And so we have to be somewhat fluid as well. At the same time, we get to really honor, you know, what the B Association has been. And it was a lot of hard work and some really tough days and through some tough years that the B Association existed to be able to develop those relationships. And we want to honor that. And we want to honor, um, you know, the excellence in our programs. And so we get the opportunity um, every year, except for last year. Mm -hmm. To be able to do that in a in a special event, which is our Hall of Fame banquet, so we want to talk about that in this year's banquet, which comes up on uh, Friday night, December tw uh, October twenty ninth. <laughs> We're jumping to Christmas. October. <laughs> but Get I wanna, your shopping done. Yeah, no, not even started. But while we've got you here, uh, I want to reminisce a little bit. Okay, we just played BYU. Right. You played against BYU that that unbelievable game 1983 September 10th 1983 right. what do you remember about that game yeah I remember watching Steve Young and just <laughs> marveling at at his ability truly um you know he just was running all over the field and was most of their offense um they had a great team 
I, I do remember how hot it was, and I remember yeah. Coach Taff before the game going out. This was to intimidate BYU and, and frying an egg right. on the on the turf <laughs> in a skillet. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. now I think that was pre cooked in yeah. some ways, but at least the footage looked <laughs> we'll like it was frying yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, but they truly, I mean, the the heat was on our side. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that was my first start, and I don't remember if I started or if Tom Mickey did, but we alternated well, every that's other the story. Flight. That's part of the story. Yeah. Yeah, what that I can't remember. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that you—that was the the birth of the quarterback shuttle between you and Tom Mickey. Yeah, and it started off with with every play, and it and it was it was brilliant on Coach Taft's part and Cotton Davidson and Duke Christian, who um, you know to say, listen, we we want to be able to consult with them on the sideline before every play to make sure that they're looking at the right indicators, and and so that really helped relieve some of the pressure. And you know we had a we had a very well balanced team as well, and so we, it wasn't dependent upon us as inexperienced young quarterbacks to go out there and carry the load, and so we ended up, you know, in the end that that uh, that helped us. I think just that balance helped us win the game. But how tough was that? Every play. I mean, it eventually I mean, I was got in great to series. I was, yeah, yeah. Great I mean, that was the last time I was in great shape. I was Not running true. in plays. But that was it was so unique, right? Wasn't it to to shuttle you guys every play the way it started? Uh, oh, sure. And even then, I mean, it had been tried a little bit before, but not in the same way. Not every play, but there were. I, I remember Florida State had a couple of quarterbacks that Bobby Bowden at the time, you know, wanted to them to be able to play. And also to be able to kind of coach them up when they were in between, you know, series, but not not every play. And then ours lasted for three years, mm-hmm. and and that was kind of unheard of, and it was criticized at first. Um, you know, Tom and I both probably f- felt like we were the person who deserved the job at first, mm-hmm. but we were good friends, and as we just kind of bought into the you know the team aspect of it. And and kind of cheering for one another, it was kind of a almost a plug and play. You know, yeah. it didn't matter which one of us was in there. Yeah, that's one thing I remember is that you guys made it work. You and Tom, God rest his soul, he passed away a few years ago. Yeah. But you guys, you know, had the right mentality to make that work. Tom, Tom was a great guy. He really was. And I think, you know, I probably had – I was a little bit edgier coming in. And, and Grant um, was brilliant. He, he made us sweet mates. So we couldn't get oh, away wow. from each other. That's great. <laughs> so we're going to have to, you know, get along. You guys got to figure it out. Yeah. No, but but Tom, I mean, what a what a wonderful man and and father. And it was, you know, I I remember Tom, um, you know, a lot. And and it was just, you know, it was that he was a good person, and we and we were coached to be men of integrity and and people that had character and that people considered the team first. And that was that was something that was kind of uh, permeated our yeah. our teams of those those years. John, it's pretty cool to hear those exact phrases still being used. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much sums up what be uncommon is for yeah. Coach Aranda's program right now. Yeah, I had the privilege of of listening to the game um, on the radio. I wasn't able to attend the game, and so I did hear got to hear y'all, and then I got to hear the segment on you know character. Mm-hmm. And that w- that was just wonderful, and and you can tell those those players are not just it's not just a rote, you know we're rehearsing this. It really means something. It means something similar, but in in a different way, depending upon their perspective. But it's yeah, I love I love that that he's coaching that, and that he's that he's surrounded 
his team with that culture. And we see that, again, across multiple sports um, here at Baylor, which is really good. And sometimes it's hard to remember that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to fight real hard to achieve that and to have that mentality. And, um, and they've, you know, they've struggled, you know, they've struggled last year. And to be able to hold on to that, that, you know, we're building something different. It's mm -hmm. not just about the scoreboard. And uh, that's, that's really neat to see. Yeah. One thing that was, I was able to conduct those interviews and just to hear, you know, they're very basic questions. What does it mean to be a man of integrity? What does it mean to have class? How do you win with character? But to ask those same questions and we interviewed several of the guys on the team. Um, unfortunately, you guys only are able to see just a few of the, the sound bites that get chosen, but um, just to hear those different answers and how you said they're, they're similar to where you can see that they, you know, are being taught the same thing, but then um, how it uh, affects their life and how they're taking it in um, was super, was super special. And we actually had a student worker in there with us that was like, they know this stuff. Wow. Like this yeah. is, this is neat, you know, and for him to even pick up on that was pretty special. Yeah. So it's yeah, neat to hear that you as a listener are, are picking it up. And then it's also neat, in my opinion, to get to see that being displayed on the field. And when they do walk around and do the bear right. walk and stuff like that's that. Right. Yeah. I, I am absolutely impressed with the way they comport themselves. I mean, just a, a team that is, is very, gosh, I mean, they're, they're good sportsmen. They're, you know, disciplined and, you know, that doesn't just show up in penalties. I mean, a lot of people look at that. Is it a disciplined approach? Um, and they, you know, but, but the way that they handle themselves and, and the way that they relate to one another and even the opposition is, is means that they really, they really own that, right? Mm -hmm. They personalize that. And so that's, uh, that's the way it should be. Mm. And you really had during your time at Baylor as a student athlete, you really had some good leaders, mentors, coaches in that area with Coach Taff and with Cotton Davidson, didn't right. you? Right. Yeah, they were, you know, they were wonderful. They were very, very kind men. And, I mean, Coach Aranda, well, the personalities, everyone has a unique personality. Yeah. And I, I don't think that I've ever uh, been around a coach or even listened to a coach that is like Coach Aranda. Um, you know, Coach Rule was wonderful in his own way, but it was – Gosh, I mean, on I've seen it in the spectrum as far as yeah. personality, uh -huh. but but Coach Aranda is is just such a a teacher and an educator, and he surrounds himself with staff that that also, um, you know, they they know that that is long term, right? If you can teach someone to really understand it, really understand why they're doing it, then then that's going to have long term effects. And so, yeah, we had we had similar kind of that that methodology of the coaches you know it's relational it is not transactional and and it and it pays off in the end you know of just developing young men that understand one another that understand somewhat of the world that understand what's required beyond the game Cody Carlson our guest uh, former Baylor standout quarterback and uh, fun to reminisce about those years so 83 uh, Cody's freshman year that he played you redshirted in 82 I that's think, correct out of San Antonio Churchill and then 83 ended up in the blue bonnet bowl so a good season there and then uh, fast forward a little bit 85 he ended up in the Liberty Bowl went over LSU was a tremendous way to end that season right. and then 86 
I guess would have been your last game was the Blue Bonnet Bowl win over Colorado. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It was it was in '86. You know, Tom uh, did not redshirt his right. freshman year, and so we we split time for three years, and then '86 was the was the year that I you know actually got a chance to kind of be the starting quarterback and full time quarterback, and um, you know all of those years were great. I, I think I remember '85 as a year where you know, it was it was probably a, a special year, and it was maybe, I don't know, 85-86, we had teams that could have beaten anyone we played. Um, we didn't win them all. Um, but in 85, we, you know, really the season culminated with a, a big win over a known brand, LSU, in, uh, in the Liberty Bowl. But we had beat USC uh, previous to that when they were number three ranked team in the, in the nation and uh, beat them on the road, which – I still remember the signs, you know, as you know, wearing the HELL is, is Baylor University, yeah. and, and it was like you're you like, know. let us show you. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And it was, uh, you know, we had we had just really solid teams, eighty five, eighty six, particularly our defense. Um, you know, were you know Thomas Everett and Ray Berry and Steve Grumbine and and many more that that I you know don't want to leave anyone out, so I'm going to stop right here. Yeah. But uh, they were they were tremendous. Ron Francis is is a guy who started on the offensive side of the ball, <laughs> and he and he was a wonderful running back. And then when they had a need on the defensive side of the ball, then they put him over there, and he was just absolutely a shutdown corner. And um, yeah, it was just really we felt secure if even if we were on the sidelines that we were going to get the ball back and be able to do something with it and be in any game. And and you see that with Baylor this year. Mm -hmm. Right there, you know, Oklahoma State is a is a tough team when you're playing in Stillwater. It's I mean, you know, one mistake, two mistakes. Uh, it will be the difference in the game. But but Baylor, you know, they didn't start off good, but they came back and they kept plugging away and they were in the game and they've been in every single game. Now, you know, it'll it'll be really interesting this week as well, because it's a much different. Texas has a much different team than Oklahoma State. But, you know, Baylor, Baylor understands and really has controlled a lot of the games that they've been in, which gives you a chance in the end. I was going to say, Brooke, before we move off of reminiscing, yes, uh, Cody, you need to educate young Brooke Bednarz <laughs> yes. about the action singers. Oh, um, <laughs> she doesn't know. I, Surely she knows. Sure, yeah, maybe if she's she in has... the classic rock. <laughs> Not then classic she rock. Actually, yeah. So <laughs> You know how I was reminded about this? Jay Kelly, who yeah. has the new uh boot place, City Ranch Boot here right. in Waco. Right. So part of the decoration on his wall, he's got his jersey framed. Jay Kelly was a tight end, okay. played with, with yes. Cody. Okay. But one picture he's got on the wall is your group, the action singers. Okay, so yeah, uh, I need that to is hear true. This. Yes, and, you do. I and, need to hear this. And Jay is a is an amazing friend and uh, has an amazing story that I, you know, won't be able to go into to day but uh him coming to Baylor and just the the change of his life which was just uh, dramatic and wonderful and it's great to have him in Waco now yeah. and he's doing well in his in his boot business and um but you know I've tried to forget some things from <laughs> some some I just forget it's naturally <laughs> and some that I have to keep answering these things but so basically it was a I mean what was great is a group of guys that all were in a Sunday school class together Okay. And our um, so our mentor was a former uh, Olympic 
trial wrestler. Huh. Wow. He was a you know athlete. We could relate to him, yeah. and and he thought a you know a good way for us to build camaraderie and even to share our faith was to develop this singing group. <laughs> and um, and so it, we had a couple of guys that were very talented. I mean, they were really good singers, and you know Scott works. Uh, Todd Hawkins on the baseball team and Zona Jones, who was, who was on the football team as well. And so really the truth is they turned everyone else's mics way, 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 way down. And those three guys really sang. And Jay might tell you that, you know, every once in a while they, they let him come in with his bass voice, uh -huh. um, you know, for effect. But the rest of the time we were all muted. Uh, what so a great where, where were we singing? <laughs> Where, where was, the, where so we, we would sing at, at various places. I oh, mean, we, okay. we literally traveled to small towns all over the state. Churches wow, mostly. And that's churches. Neat. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that actually survived just that group. David Wetzel, who is a well, coach, really? David Wetzel, who is a tremendous guitar player yeah. and vocalist. Right. Was a part of the, you know, I think a more talented version. The reincarnation. Of yeah, the they started actually recruiting after that for <laughs> talent. <laughs> well, that's a fun part of your story. That's so neat. Yeah, it's fun Action for you. singers, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. We, we had a really good time with it. We just asked you to reminisce. You don't have to sing for it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. We could push that issue. Could we? Oh, no. Oh, uh, my goodness. Well, let's – we have a big weekend coming up this weekend. We've talked about the Texas game. That's at 11 a.m. A little plug here for the tailgate show with John and I at 9 a.m. Get up early. 9 Get up early. Uh, yeah, right. drink your coffee with us out at tailgate. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but before that, on Friday night, is something special that you both will be a part of. Kind of kind of walk us through the significance of the Hall of Fame banquet, and especially this year, um, there's a couple of different unique aspects with remembering last year's class, and then this year's class is one of its own. Right. So, you know, 2020, of course, uh, was the year that wasn't in a lot of ways. Now, there were a lot of, a lot of things that, that I think certainly are, are positive that, that came out of that, right, and our understanding about a changing world and, and our understanding about as, a, as the B Association being able to stay connected even during a time when no one was coming to events. Mm -hmm. And the way that we did that, it was through the leadership of Mike uh, Johnson, was we just we increased our our uh, newsletter to include devotionals more regularly. And so we had individuals from, you know, that are in the ministry or that that are Christian leaders that would write different devotions and and send them in. And so we were able to broadcast those. But but some of the things that we weren't able to do, of course, was attend games and, and we weren't able to, to have our Hall of Fame banquet for the first time in 60 plus years. Mm. I, well, when I say the 60 plus years of inductees. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, we missed that. We, we really, we really did. It, it did give us an opportunity, though, uh, for this year to basically give everyone a red shirt last year right <laughs> very fitting term. for all yeah. you athletes <laughs> yeah and and to say you know we're going to induct the 2020 class in 2021 and um and then we're going to add something that i think is very very relevant today and very um poignant is a class of of basketball players that really were a part of scott drew's first recruiting classes or let's say his his um, 
foundation is what he calls them and to be able to honor the journey right i mean that that it's it's you know started off with as everyone knows a a you know a scandal that was just horrible um but it but it really speaks to kind of redemption in some ways that uh, that i think are really important for us to understand you know both for the university but also the individuals and the commitments of those players to a program that Scott was building and it was out of his belief in them. It was out of his belief in where they were going. And so we have an opportunity to induct a class of individuals or a unit, as you put earlier, that is the first time that we've done such a thing um, during the hall of fame banquet. We also have a chance uh, to recognize our honor team, which is the acro and tumbling and the six national championships that um, that Coach Fee Mulkey has has led, and to really celebrate excellence, um, and so God, we're really excited about about this class. And it is, you know, John J Mo is is the key to this. Hmm. This thing's either going to go till one a.m. Oh my God! Uh, how fast don't put that on me. <laughs> Do not don't put give that up on the me. mic. <laughs> that <laughs> would be one part. <laughs> Just hold it for them. It's going to yeah. be great. But, you know, no, the thing is, be. everybody there has such a great um, uh, story to tell, oh, and yeah. you want to give them their opportunity to speak. Yeah. The only thing is, there's a lot of people to get in, and you try to keep it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got a tailgate show at 9 a.m. the next day. <laughs> right. So That's right. we got to make that work. But it, has got to get a nap in. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a fun night, though. Oh, it will be. Yeah, we have, uh, well, we have some really special people that were, you know, across, you know, most every sport. And uh, and so we're we're really excited to give them their time and to honor them and their families or whoever come to to support them, uh, but also for the community as well, which, you know, just in the last five or so years, we've made that kind of available to the community. And, and we can look forward to even bigger and uh, and kind of different events, uh, you know, holding on to the tradition and certainly the, the individual excellence. But also, you know, making this something that that the community is more involved in, and the university is more involved in, and so, um, yeah, we're really this is this is going to be a special night. Let's remind everyone the uh, class of 2020 for the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, and then the Wall of Honor. Also, it's Linka Brusova from women's tennis, Lars Porschka from men's tennis, Brett Reagan from softball, Todd Cooper from track and field. Volleyball All-American Anna Bryfogle, and then from Baylor football, Jason Smith, Brad Gable, and Andrew Mellentree. So that's a great class. You add to that Dr. Michael Addis, uh, who has been selected for the Baylor Athletics Wall of Honor. Mm-hmm. So that is a great class. That's a banquet in itself right that's there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and was going to be. And would yes. have been last <laughs> year, except for COVID. But add on top of that, as Cody was saying, the foundation, uh, this group of five guys that were part of Coach Drew's first uh, two recruiting classes, mm-hmm. they will go in as a group, Aaron Bruce, Mamadou GN, Henry Dugat, Kevin Rogers, and Curtis Gerald's. They'll go in as a group. Now, Curtis is already in the Athletic Hall of Fame. Right. But he'll go in as a part sure. of this group as well. So that's the night coming yeah. up on Friday night. Yeah, it's exciting. I think, uh, yeah, and I and I trust that they're very excited about it as well. And they've had, you know, they've had a year and a half to plan their schedule. <laughs> to be able to get here, so. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Well, I think it's super neat. Um, you said it was the first time you've done that, but just to have that foundational class um, and, and especially to build off of, I think in the spring, everyone felt the excitement, felt the joy. That's mm, a word we all use um, from that final four, from that national championship victory over Gonzaga. And so just to continue to build off of that and to help coach Drew, yeah. um, continue to celebrate that foundation because he did a number of wonderful things. He had those t-shirts that he mailed to all of them with literally all of their names w- in yeah. the word family. Um, and then invited them all back for the parade to say like, Hey, this is part of your, your, you know, you are part of this national championship as well. Um, I just think that that's really neat that you guys are taking the time to kind of follow his lead and, and to mm-hmm. celebrate and do something that you guys have never done before either. Yeah. And I, I mean, to be able to honor the gosh, just the philosophy that he has. Mm-hmm. And, and as you said, I mean, every one of those individuals meant something to this program. And so for them to be able to share in that glory um, as well, in a way um, is fantastic. And so, you know, I mean, he's been a great leader for a number of years and has been off the radar just because we've never had a team. I mean, and how hard is it to win a national championship mm-hmm. in any, you know, any competitive? I mean, just it's 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 a um, something that hopefully it's going to be a regular thing, but yeah. not necessarily. Yeah. But but for this moment to be able to really honor that full process and his um, his commitment, but also the commitment of all of those players that not just this class that is going to be inducted, even though they were the beginning of it, it's, it's all of the players that were a part of that. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really special and unique. And I, you know, I look for opportunities for the, uh, for the university and for the B association to really look at those special circumstances where this is, this is aligned with the mission of the university it's aligned with the way that we want to engage relationally in the university and to represent the university on the on the field of play or the court of play well well done i mean great Mm -hmm. great choice to uh to do this to mix the class from 2020 and then the foundation the group for 2021 very well thought out and very deserving i think for all these people well, I, yeah, I mean, I, you're, you're thanking me, but this is a, you know, a lot of people that, and <laughs> it wasn't my idea, yeah. uh, but you know, Walter, uh, Abercrombie has just been a tremendous leader of, you know, as executive director of the B association for 12, is it 12 years? I think it's 12 years and I might not be giving him enough credit. It might be a little bit more than that. 13 I think it's maybe. longer than that. Yeah. 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 Um, and Walter's a friend. Uh, he was a friend when, when, I was in the league and, and going to unfriendly uh, spaces. <laughs> you know, I would I would always look forward to playing Pittsburgh or Philadelphia where he played and, and seeing him after the game. Nice. And we didn't know each other that, you know, really just, I think, through reputation before that. But there's something which was really beautiful about, you know, also being here at Baylor and, and under, under a kind of philosophy of life is that you really appreciate your brother – and, um, you know, it doesn't matter, I mean, as far as, you know, across race, across, you know, and brothers and sisters, across race and gender and, and, and the, the commonality that we had. And then also just the, the, uh, the friend, the friendliness of, of after the game, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we are friends, right. And, and, and we have a connection there. And so it's been an honor for me to work alongside of Walter 
here uh, and just kind of to, to support in whatever small way um, what he's been doing for a long time. And, and he's a, you know, obviously a, a very respected leader on this campus and uh, very important. Well, and it's that spirit of, you know, like you mentioned meeting after the game that you guys have carried into the B Association to where all of the different athletes of all the different years are able to come together and to reminisce and to share right. in that. So. Yeah. And we don't see, I, you know, we don't see eye to eye on everything. Yeah. Right. But, uh, but the respect and the, and the different mm-hmm. uh, perspective is really, you know, the sum of all parts is, is just created something that I think that, that, you know, it started long ago, but is just continued to be, I think, representative and increase in its, opportunities to engage with student athletes and to be able to to add value to athletics and the university as well and letter winners know this but i'm not sure the general public or how much the general public really knows this but that b association room at mclean stadium is spectacular Mm -hmm. i mean it is first class in every way It, it really is and 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 through the generosity of our of our members um you know the campaign was started to just to fundraise to be able to have a dedicated room that that is certainly too on game days particularly that is dedicated to our student athlete alumni across all sports um and then is also you know fortunately utilized by the university because it is a a really special space that 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 gives credence to the legacy of of baylor good bad indifferent you know it's all those years is that this is this is kind of the mark of of community and and um, you know something something different and something that that Baylor is certainly proud of and so it is a yeah it's a it's a great space um, you know on on a on a hot day it's probably not big enough because everybody's <laughs> looking for air everybody wants to be in there <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but is it true. is yeah it's really it's really a neat place. Well, we look forward to the banquet coming up on Friday night. Uh, again, it is Friday, October 29th, if you're listening to this uh, this week. And uh, the group will be recognized uh, at the game on Saturday, the Baylor-Texas game on Saturday. And I mentioned the group going in, the, the electees to the Hall of Fame. And you mentioned earlier the honor team this year is acrobatics and tumbling with uh, right. Felicia Mulkey. So uh, what a great, uh, very deserving move that is to uh, recognize that team that is absolutely the best in the country. So it's going to be a fun night Friday, a fun day Saturday, Baylor and Texas. We'll leave uh, Texas leaving the Big 12 for another podcast. Yeah, for you, we've okay? already, yeah, we've already We're forgotten tra- it. Turn yeah, the page. Yeah, turn yeah, the page. Right. What? But we do appreciate <laughs> you being with us today, and thanks for your uh, steady hand of leadership with the B Association, uh, with Walter and Tammy and everyone there. And mm-hmm. it's great to have you with us this Thank week. You. Thank you. It was an honor to be here. I Yeah, I look forward to this weekend. And, you know, even if we don't get enough sleep, we're going to still be all right. <laughs> it's going to be fun. There you go. Thanks for being with us. That's this week's Sikkim Podcast, a presentation of Baylor Athletics. For Brooke Bednars and our guest, Cody Carlson, I'm John Morris. We'll see you next time with another edition of the Sikkim Podcast. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.